Welcome to Badger Tough Inside the Circle. It's the 2019-2020 season first episode. As always, I'm Craig Picorni here with Hall of Fame head coach Alan Picorni. We're going to give you the insights to Bennington Wrestling each and every week. Um, this week, we've got a Black and Blue Duel, Beatrice Duel, Bennington Invite. So busy week to start off week one and then we're just going to talk about some general things rankings off-season happenings all that uh just a reminder to everybody listening you can submit your questions to badger tough wrestling the the twitter account if you want them answered on our next podcast uh this year we're got a, a few changes for those that haven't noticed we've gone away from the live and video and we're kind of doing the more standard podcast thing now uh, it gives us a little bit more flexibility for schedules, uh, for things like guests and travel and other uh, things that may change it. Where we had to, you know, in the past, we had to try to schedule it around live. And oh, we might have to do it at this time. Now, you'll just see the podcast drop on Sunday at some point, usually in the afternoon or evening. But who knows? You might get them early on Sunday morning in some cases. Like the next two weeks, I think we're going to have to do Saturday recordings right after the tournaments. We both have some travel coming up, so but that's kind of the flexibility we get out of changing this up a little bit, and we're gonna try to get some more of the the wrestlers on the show so you can hear from them. Um, I guess we'll roll right into it. A little general recap of, of the week with practices and everything. I actually will have to lean all on you because <laughs> I missed the entire week with a sick kid and everything else. Well, you have to dock your pay then. Yeah, dock so. it. That, you know, five percent, <laughs> something like that. But uh, uh, well, you know this. Well, let, let's go back to the two a days. Uh, might as well from the beginning if you want to uh, cover that. But uh, um, obviously, two days is is a rough week on on the kids that uh, going in the mornings and the evenings both. But uh, uh, they survived. Um, it's one of those things that uh, really helps us out. Uh, and gets us ready uh, because, um, you know, with the holidays, we, we have so many kids traveling. Uh, we, you know, for example, like yesterday, we uh, had almost half the team is about all we had. Uh, so, uh, you know, those kids are traveling this, that, that two a days, that really helps get them ready, uh, you know, get a good start, good lead on, on the season. Then we hit the holiday week uh, and, uh um, you know, they they fall a little bit behind where we're at, but uh, the guys are continuing on, but uh, not too far. And uh, they'll have to catch up the next week or two, uh, mainly on their conditioning and, and uh, you know, some of the technique, but uh, mostly the conditioning that, that we're concerned about there. But uh, two days uh, overall, I th- thought went well. It started off real good, kind of started dropping about mid to late week, and uh, we had some conversations, and they picked up a little bit again on on Friday, and and uh, so we finished finished good. Um, and then last week, uh, or I guess this this week is still this week. We're uh, with the holiday. Uh, um, you know, the guys were there. Um, you know, went practice went well. The intensity was good. Uh, I thought Saturday was very good. Uh, you know, considering it was you know a holiday weekend. Uh, sometimes you never know how those turn out. Uh, you know, we had the, the only issue was having half the guys there was all, but uh, who was there 
the intensity was great and and uh uh so um yeah it's coming along we we got got monday coming up and uh uh i'm always happy to see the monday after thanksgiving because now we finally will start settling into a routine where things are all over the place uh you know with the holiday and and everything and we'll finally get a routine going and and uh, everybody back around and um you know, then as you said, the black and blue duel comes up on Tuesday, uh, and then we start competing Thursday and Saturdays. So, uh, good to hit, start hitting this this time of the year now. Saturday, typically we have a a few of the spots starting to be battled for. Do we have any of those happen with all the guys out? Or uh, nope, no no wrestle offs on on Saturday. Anybody that uh, would have been part of a wrestle off was uh, was absent. Um, you know, out of town or, or whatever. So, uh, and one thing is we're pretty spread out, uh, you know, so, which is good in a way, uh, we're spread out except for one big group of kids around about 126 and 132 in that area. But, uh, uh, so there's not going to be a lot of early wrestle offs, uh, until Tuesday. Um, we'll hit some of those then on Monday, uh, you know, to start determining the positioning of all the guys and then um, be ready for Tuesday's black and blue duel. Um, so nothing too exciting in that area, <laughs> Russell off-wise, yet. Yeah, so the, the black and blue duel, will just roll right into that. Um, for the most part, determines the spots. There's always exceptions, but Russell off's, you know, 99.9% .9 of the time determine who gets to wrestle where. And uh, it's kind of a nice dress rehearsal. Um, I guess let them know. I guess uh, I guess let everybody know how that works as far as splitting up the teams, the coaches, all that sort of thing. Well, what we do is uh, uh, first is we, we pick our matches, what matches mm -hmm. we have uh, to set up, and and uh, and that's based off the wrestle off or or how things are going. And then the guys who are aren't actually. Uh, Wrestling for varsity by that time, because what we try doing is is up leading up to the black and blue duel, do everything as far as the the wrestle offs uh, to get to the final match. So it's like this is the final match or the final two matches in some mm -hmm. cases, uh, where it might be best two out of three. Uh, you know, so we try getting as far as we can without actually having that last match, so we can make it kind of uh, a feature match there. Uh, at the black and blue duel. Um, and then the kids who are, aren't wrestling for a varsity spot, we'll match them up too with somebody else so everybody has a match. And and, and the reason why we do this, it's, it's a good, you know, uh, introduction and in, into what we need to do. And it really helps, especially the newer kids. Um, even the kids that maybe wrestled since they're five years old, uh, but they're freshmen and they've never wrestled in a high school duel, you know, some of the formality we have going on and things we need to do, um, you know, get them uh, to understand and, and just a quick little practice and uh, and take care of every, all the details. There's a lot, of, a lot of little things, rule changes and stuff like that. You know, for example, uh, headgear, there's a rule change on headgear. Um, you know, and, and we've been telling the kids all along what that rule change is. Somebody might show up on Tuesday with the wrong kind of headgear. Yep. Because uh, they, they, you know, either didn't listen or maybe were absent that day. Or even though I think we probably 
announced it three or four times already. But uh, so it kind of takes care of a lot of those little things. And, and they'll and, show up because we get an actual ref there. We don't just have someone that's not roughing ever. So we got a real ref there. So they get a little warm up too. Right. Everything's uh, everything's official with uh, as far as re- referees and how we do things. And the referees instructed to, uh, you know, to, to call matches as he would normally. Um, you know, and so anyhow, once we pick the matches, then we then then we have the assistant coaches uh, split up into two teams, and they then they go through kind of like a draft where they're drafting the kids, and uh, just to kind of make it fun too, um, and uh, see who who can win the uh, the duel, which side, uh, and once we do that, uh, then they wrestle, um, you know, and it's kind of a interesting atmosphere normally because uh you're going against another teammate and i understand some of the parents aren't sure if they want to cheer or not cheer because <laughs> they don't want to offend somebody you know because it is your same teammate and, and that's understandable um you know it uh i would encourage uh you know parents to cheer for their own child if they want you know uh, um and uh, but everybody, you know, make sure you recognize the kids for their efforts out there and give them a, uh, an ovation or whatever at the end for for the efforts. Um, we'll instruct our guys to hey cheer for your teammate just like you would, uh, you know, as you would in a duel because the team that uh, wins they don't have to clean up the mats and clean up they're they're done for the day. So we we make a little challenge in there and something fun for them too that incentive for them to uh, uh, really want their teammates to win and um, but uh, anyhow that's it's kind of how that works um, the duel itself will start at six thirty on Tuesday uh, we'll actually practice before that uh, the plan is to practice up to about five o'clock um, we do have weigh-ins for that uh, our own weigh-ins uh, the kids are expected to make a weight. Not not necessarily their scratch weight, um, but uh, we add uh, I guess two or three percent to their weight, and, and that's the weight they need to be at. And, uh, we have a chart at the school and on the board, and, and uh, they know where they need to be. That's um, been up for since the beginning, so it won't be a surprise for anybody. Right, and we've announced it a few times. This is where you got to be at. And so, uh, and we want them down there. A couple reasons: number one, it, the wrestle offs are fair when they're close in weight. Uh, uh, then if some guy's 10 pounds heavier than the other guy, and then and if somebody's 10 pounds overweight at this at, on Tuesday, making weight on Thursday is going to be difficult. So uh, uh, there's a couple reasons. You know, first of all, to be fair, and second of all, so that they're they've been working on their weight and and they're close, uh, close to where they need to be um, for Thursday for our duel there. It's good for them to be about that weight, anyways, <laughs> regardless of the black and blue duel. Yes, yeah, you want to manage your weight properly, and, and that's kind of what we're trying to teach them, too. Um, and it's always real tough with the holidays, and especially Thanksgiving, um, you know, and, and uh, the first uh, real weigh-in of the year, as far as competition goes, is, is always tough. So um, this kind of helps them along. All right, so after Tuesday, we roll into a duel on Thursday with Beatrice. That's the JV starts at six o'clock. It's at home. Uh, varsity scheduled for seven, but a lot of times we roll into it shortly 
after the JV's done. Yes, I would recommend not if if your son's on varsity. I wouldn't. I'd, first of all, I'd recommend being there at six to support their JVs and and uh, you know support the entire team. But you know sometimes work or something gets in the way and you can't be there. Uh, even if you're coming at seven, uh, we may be wrestling by then. Uh, generally, how that works uh, is uh, the JV start at six. Um, when they're done, the coaches get together and say, okay. Um, how long do you need? And we talk to each other, and, and uh, usually 10, 15 minutes is about all we need. So uh, if there's not very many matches, uh, we might be going by uh, 6.45 or, or so. And uh, So I wouldn't uh, uh, wait till 7 o'clock. And sometimes if we have a lot of JV matches, it might be 7.15, 7.30 before we get going. So it's uh, just uh, unpredictable and and. And really don't know for sure until to weigh-ins, um, you know, because knowing JVs as far as who wrestles and how many is is just all over the board. Uh, they may send me a, a list. Uh, in general, I get a list either the day before or the day of. Uh, and usually early on like this is probably going to be the day of, uh, just because they may be having some wrestle-offs too. But... Um, you know, and then that'll give us kind of an idea, but uh, they may send me 10 JVs that they may have, and uh, we get to weigh-ins, and all of a sudden they say, well, this guy's sick, or this guy's sick, and or this guy got hurt, and they're moving up to varsity, and all of a sudden 10 JV matches become five. Yep. Um, and that's not uncommon. Uh, so it's it's always unpredictable until, until weigh-ins are done. Then we know. Um, so that's why it's tough to... You know, tell parents, you know, the JV wrestlers who's wrestling when. And uh, so hopefully, um, you know, we get get a lot of matches that day. Uh, but anyhow, as far as Beatrice goes, um, you know, looking on paper uh, and, and based off what, what we know, uh, you know, obviously there's going to be some kids that show up that uh, some freshmen they have that we are not familiar with yet. But uh, uh, what they have returning – uh, they look like they're uh, probably going to be end up rated around sixth or seventh in the NSWCA ratings. Uh, so they're a top ten team in in, in my opinion. Um, you know, and and they're a quality team. They, uh, last year our duel it really came down to a coin flip. Um, mm-hmm. As far as who is the starting coin flip of the duel, who gets to send out who first? And if you're not familiar with how that works. Uh, uh, they flip a coin prior to the duel, and that determines who has to send their guy out first, and then they alternate back and forth. Uh, and a lot of times coaches look at at uh, weaknesses in the other team or advantages you can have on moving guys around. Uh, you know, we might move a guy up or keep him there, and, and, and that's kind of what it was. And, and we also look at what the other team might do, so we, we can plan how to counteract that. Well... We knew at 220 uh, that they were going to move their guy up, or at least that's what we expected. Um, and so, uh, you know, because they had a pretty decent wrestler, uh, but, uh, you know, Garrett would probably get a pin. They were open at 285, so uh, their best chance was to move their guy up and, and wrestle our uh, you know, inexperienced wrestler uh, instead of wrestling Garrett. Um, so 
came down to a coin flip, and that coin flip really was a 12-point swing in the duel. Uh, because rather than us getting six at, at uh, um, 285, and, and I think we would have got a pin at if the other guy would have stayed down 220, uh, you know, I think we'd have got uh, six there and, and six at 220, and instead we ended up getting six at 220, and they went up and, and they got six. So they flipped it on us, um, and that was that was huge. Uh, we knew it, but they won the coin flip, and we, you know, we had to, and they, the way they chose, we had to send Garrett out first, um, and if we didn't, they would have left their guy anyway, and you know, our we would have so pretty much end up. Uh, that's that's what cost us a duel. So, in all, it, so what that means is we're we were a very close team last year, very equal teams. Um, this year, uh, you know, they were pretty young too, just like us. Uh, they return a lot of guys. So I, I look at something very similar in the duel. Um, you know, I have, I do have some concerns. We, we had some guys not do a really good job of getting the weight where they needed to be for our, our body fat testing. And, and, uh, um, you know, we got uh, a couple of weight classes or guys, aren't down aren't able to get down to their weight yet until next week and so uh, yeah part of that is you know even though guys qualify to to be able to wrestle at a certain weight class you know by the end of the year you know they have to follow that descent plan so they can't just instantly drop 20 pounds even though their weight qualifies them at some point they have to work their way down you know safely and uh and then so sometimes like you said you can't you can't make it to to a weight class until a certain point in the season and that hurts when it's uh early in the season and important um you know and i guess backtracking a smidget to uh you know the the coin flip and and adjusting the you know the rosters and who goes out where that kind of also leads into you know we, we talk about you know the black and blue duel and, and getting our the starting lineup um set up but duels kind of sometimes change that uh we might move guys around or see advantages to to tweaking our our lineup a little bit even on the fly right and then i guess yeah going back to that true the russell offs just so you're aware and i and i mentioned it at the parents meeting for those that were there but um the wrestle-offs determine where we what where we put guys for our our tournaments okay and that's where the individuals wrestle and the individual results uh uh point uh, add points up for the total team uh duels are different uh yes we use wrestle-offs and probably 95 percent of the time or more the wrestle-offs are who's going to be wrestling there but we do look at, uh, you know, as far as the duels go and dual tournaments, um, it, it's uh, coaches determine who wrestles where and, and guys can be moved around uh, and wrestling outside of their uh, wrestle-off weight. Um, and it's all to help, help the team um, win in those situations. So... Yeah. There's a little bit different strategy that goes into duels, and heck, that's why we have a dual state tournament now and stuff. Is just because it's it's kind of a different ball game than sending everybody out, all your starters out at a tournament and letting them go. Right, and a great example is uh, is Blair last year. They're state dual champions, um, but as far as the individual tournament, 
uh, they finished somewhere around 15th, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, because they had a, a solid lineup top to bottom. Um, but the individual tournament, you need you need big point scores, and they they had one big point scorer and a couple other guys that uh, did well. But uh, across the board, uh, you know, they they couldn't score a lot of state tournament points. So and uh, so two different types of uh, uh, strategies for different uh, tournaments. Um, so anyhow, then back to the duel, I guess. Yep. Um, Back to Beatrice. Back to Beatrice. Uh, you know, I don't know if I think we covered everything there, but uh, um, like I said, I, I, they're going to be tough. Um, you know, and then where I ended at was that there we have some guys that aren't down to weight yet, so that might affect us uh, in the duel um, in possibly not a positive way, but we'll see. Uh, we'll just have to need, need guys to step up and make up for that. Um, then again, maybe they're in the same situation, so we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and this is this is one uh, one thing we're looking at schedule change in the future, possibly not having this duel on this date. Um, moving it back past uh, what, what I'd like to do is move things back past uh, Boys Town as far as duels go, uh, just because because of this situation and. Duels it, matter now, right? More than because ever. duels matter. In the past, uh, before last year, duels. If you lost a duel, it, it didn't really hurt you, other than your pride, I guess. <laughs> uh, but uh, now it, it's difference. It could be the difference. You know, if we lose this duel, it could be the difference between going to dual state or not. Um, yeah. Now it's. It used to be that dual state was determined a mix of well, basically how you did at districts at the individual tournament. And how many guys you took, and you know your your points that you scored there. But now it's you know it's the whole season. It's all the duels. It's kind of like you see for football and basketball, where there's points kept all season long, and and the you know one duel or not enough duels in one duel could really hurt you. Right, but the only exception with that is both you know all the other sports have mm-hmm. a, a district tournament, or or they ha- they're involved in districts, and the district champion qualifies uh wrestling doesn't have that it um and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with with it either way just saying that uh if if we drop a duel we don't have another opportunity you know if we we lose the wrong duels and don't have enough points to qualify as a wild card we don't have another alternative as far as beating everybody in our district and being district champion and then we're, we go to a dual state it's you're just out of luck. And it's 100% hap- wild card points now. Yeah, and it, that happened to Scott last year. Mm-hmm. They they were a decent team. They had some injuries early on, um, and uh, they lost a couple duels that probably shouldn't have, and uh, they didn't have a lot of duels in their schedule, and so that really hurt them bad. And they didn't go to the dual state tournament, and and uh, uh, you know I don't don't think they would have won it, but I think they possibly could have been a top four team or something like that to, um you know then they w- went on and uh you know were very successful in the individual tournament finishing state runners up but uh so i and with our strong schedule we have a really strong s- dual schedule um and, and i don't have no intentions on changing that and it was something i was looking at even last year and i thought uh i think it helps us in in a lot of ways uh and and then there's that little negative part that hurts us that if we lose a duel that we shouldn't lose, um, 
you know, it, it could knock us out. Um, you know, because we're we're gonna uh, looking at rankings, uh, we're gonna probably duel at least half the top ten teams in Class A. Uh, a lot of the Class B top ten teams. Um, you know, we go to a strong duel tournament in, in the fracas and and maybe see some out of state teams that are uh very solid so uh you know I, we could uh, have five six dual losses throughout the season and still be one of the top teams in class b uh dual wise and uh, you know so if we we lose those duels we should win you know and beatrice is one i i think we should win um you know, but I but I think it would be a tough one, a uh, very close one. So um, I guess we're going to need to be ready and go. And one thing that uh, I'm hoping is to our advantage, uh, we haven't wrestled Beatrice this early in the years. Generally, we've uh, our first duel, we've been, I feel, better prepared as far as conditioning and stuff. And and, uh, and I really think that goes back to our two-a-days, uh, getting that head start on things and getting things rolling uh, so I'm hoping that's the case that we, uh, you know, we're, we're more prepared to start off and, and we're able to uh, get the win. So big duel. Hopefully we can have a lot of fan support, uh, you know, let people know to your friends and family to bring them on out and let's pack the gym and be loud. Get there by 6 o'clock, even if you're just wanting to watch varsity, just in case it's one JV match and go. <laughs> so get there early. But, anyhow, it should be fun I, either way. But um, I guess we – that's all I got on the, ba- uh, the Beatrice Duel. That's probably – more than needed to be. <laughs> That's but. plenty for the Beatrice duel. And then uh, keep up the busy week by rolling into our home invite. I'm sure most people that are listening have gotten some sort of email regarding it, you know, helping out and, and getting that set up or getting food for it or helping uh, do stuff at it. But that Saturday, uh, wrestling starts at 10 o'clock. Uh, we got 10 teams, including ourselves, this year. So you see Aquinas and Auburn, Boys Town, Columbus is new this year, the top, one of the top teams in Class A, uh, Elkhorn South, Fort Calhoun, Missouri Valley uh, coming from Iowa, and then we got Mount Michael and uh, Omaha Northwest. So a pretty good uh, top-to-bottom tournament, I, I think. Yeah, um, you know, looking at some of those teams that – Aquinas is always a solid Class C team. They're, um, you know, one of the top teams in Class C. Uh, I guess I haven't looked at their the rankings for Class C yet, but uh, I'm assuming they're up there. They were ranked high last year and have a solid team coming back. Uh, I know Columbus was state runners up last year in Class A. They're a new addition. Uh, they're uh, and they're highly ranked again this year. So a real good addition, really good solid team. Um, uh, really give us a good test to start with. Uh, Elkhorn South, uh, you know, they're they're very solid. Uh, they sent like nine or ten guys to state last year in Class A, and and uh, um, you know we had beaten them earlier in the year. By the end of the year, they were wrestling uh, real well, and uh, you know a new coach there last year. But uh, you know, so they're going to be solid. And Missouri Valley, uh, you know, they were. They're very tough. Uh, they're one of the top teams in, in Iowa. Um, and they, they return a lot of guys, again, from last year, so they're going to be solid again. So, uh, you know, very good uh, 
test to start with, um, you know, and being our home uh, tournament, uh, you know, we like to do well there and, and show for our home fans. So uh, hopefully we can have a lot of people out here uh, to support us for this. Yep. Um, and if you have people that can't make it out, uh, we will be having it streaming live on Bennington.tv, um, just like we did for the football game, most of the football games. Um, so, like I said, if you got someone who can't make it, help them uh, find it on Bennington TV. That'll link you to YouTube. Or if you have like a smart TV, you can find Bennington TV on YouTube and watch it on your big screen. So check that out. We'll link the brackets to uh, the live tiles on track wrestling to that. So hopefully we at least have some names showing up properly on the stream, some quasi scoreboards. Um, you know, they, they look pretty, but we can't quite get all the live scores on them just because of uh, how it's set up there. But, yeah, um, check it out on Bennington TV. Um, I guess uh, one of the things I wanted to roll into – uh, more general conversations. We've kind of already touched on, you know, different general things like how the roster lineups work and stuff like that. But, um, you know, rolling into, I guess, doubling back a little further, um, we didn't do a preseason show this year. Um, so This is a preseason show. This is the week one show. Oh, okay. Yeah, we uh, didn't do uh, a preseason. Uh, to me, this is preseason, I guess, but uh, that's fine. I so, well, okay, preseason week we're one. we're competing, one. that's, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. But doesn't matter. So uh, one thing that we did last year and talked about was some of the off-season happenings. You know, we have some camps and competitions and, and how guys did uh, weightlifting and everything else since February. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I thought this is one of our better off-seasons in a while, and I think it's going to show. Um, you know, some of our older guys are, uh, you know, know that, see that the, you know, our seniors, that this is their last shot. And so some of them are putting in a little more time than they normally would in the off season as, as far as camps and, and, uh, you know, we got our summer leagues and, um, uh, you know, off season workouts and those types of things. So we saw more of them than we have in the past. And, and also a lot of younger kids too, uh, really like what we got going on with these freshmen and sophomores especially their their work ethic and and what they're doing um in the off season uh you know as far as wrestling goes and as far as weight room goes and and, and stuff like that uh these you know the those two classes are, are are really stepping it up and part of it is because uh, they see these seniors this year really leading that and 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 so they're seeing that that's uh how it's supposed to be done and that that's great to see um you know because uh, we we seem to have had a little drop off for a while where um we didn't have as much activity in the after off season as we would like to see but uh, kind of getting back into that um you know so nice to see that uh, uh you know this off season uh, i guess looking what uh, some tournament results uh Going back into the summer, uh, we had, uh, you know, uh, let's see, A.J. Parrish went on to uh, Freestyle Greco Nationals and uh, became an All-American there, which is fantastic. Uh, in Greco, All-American in Greco, uh, missed All-American in Freestyle by one match and really competitive match. So, um, you know, A.J.'s 
uh, uh, you know, did real well and, and, uh, uh, you know, and he's, he's been in a club when he was real young and, uh, wrestled for us for a while and then went on to the Nebraska boys for the last several years. Um, you know, and he's, uh, the Nebraska boys are actually coached by a couple of former Bennington guys, you know, and, and a few other coaches, but you got Brett Allgood and, and Dan Parrish, um, you know, from back in 1990 or 1987 state championship team, Dan was on that and state runner up for them and, and happens to be AJ's dad, but, uh, uh, you know, the Nebraska boys club, uh, uh, my opinion is probably the the best cup club in in Nebraska right now. Um, you know, I know that there's another club that gets a lot of uh, uh, accolades or something because they have like a thousand kids, I think, and they'll <laughs> go to a tournament and 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 win it, a big tournament. And they they deserve a lot of credit for what they do too. Um, but uh, uh, they'll take twice as many kids, and and the Nebraska boys will almost beat them uh, with with half the number of kids. Uh, but, uh, uh, anyhow, the Nebraska boys are well coached. Uh, we're, uh, and so we're real lucky that, uh, uh, AJ and Kale came from there. They, they've been in that club for a lot of years, even though AJ was at Bennington for a while and, and, uh, you know, but he went, went over there just cause it's a bigger club and more kids that to work out with at that time. Uh, you know, at that time, Mark club is still pretty small and he needs some workout partners but uh, anyhow um, both him and Kale come in well coached um, so we're excited to have them uh, you know we just need to put the finishing touches on them and make them high school wrestlers but uh, uh, speaking of Kale Kale uh, uh, you know Lordson went on and uh, qualified for the world team last April it's kind of fun uh, Andy and I were we were coaching him at the world team trials and and uh, looking across the the way you know some of the quality coaches we were competing against and uh, Kale qualified for the world team uh, in freestyle and uh, for the 15 and under division and went went over to Budapest and uh, won a bronze medal so a great accomplishment for him um, you know so again two well coached kids coming in. Um, we're lucky to, I mean, it's, it's great to have that. Uh, um, and, but one thing I've noticed about those two guys, they're, they're also very coachable. They're, they're listening and, and learning and, and, and they got still a ways to go yet to, to where they want to meet their ultimate long-term goals. So, um, you know, we're, we're lucky to have them, uh, and, uh, and happy to have them. But, uh, uh, other off season, uh, we had, uh, you know, later on this fall, we had uh, Luke McDonald go on to preseason nationals and preseason national All-American there. So uh, some freshmen and sophomores going out there uh, making some noise on the national scene. And and uh, so that's that's pretty exciting for, uh, you know, not only this coming season, but the future of our team that, uh, you know, we got some solid kids uh, there for the next three, four years. And uh, there's, a, there's a few more coming up in and the middle school so anyhow that's that's it for wrestling as far as i could see we had a few other guys yeah we had a few other guys go do some freestyle that normally hadn't and i was happy to see that um you know and and, and do well and i think that's going to make them 
a lot better down the road here. Um, you know, we had our summer league, like I said, that was, I thought we were very successful there. We won a lot of matches. I, you know, we don't keep track of wins and losses there, but, uh, um, you know, we were, I, I felt like we, you know, every, every day we were winning far more than we were losing. And, and so, uh, that was good. Um, we had a good summer camp, uh, this year with our kids at Valentine again. And, um, of course, coaches came away victorious again in the paintball <laughs> wars. But anyhow, you know, that, uh, <laughs> but as far as the wrestling goes, that's, that's the most important part being there. It was, it was, I thought it was very good and, and the kids had a good time. Have the kids ever won the paintball war? Never have. Uh, coaches undefeated. Coaches undefeated in paintball wars, but, uh, <laughs> but we have fun with it anyhow. <laughs> we we know all the strategies. That's that's the best part. It's experience, a little <laughs> bit of experience, especially yep. in that uh, field. <laughs> yep. So anyhow, as far as wrestling goes, I think that's about all I could think of uh, for off season. Uh, the weight room. I, this might be my opinion one of the better off seasons we've had in the weight room in many years. If if I could remember, if maybe all since I remembered. Um, you know, for a lot of our guys, uh, especially our young guys, that's where I really see something uh, really stepping up. Um, we have, you know, several of our freshmen, uh, holy smoke, the the weight that they put up this year in our maxes, I, I was real impressed. Um, and I, I noticed it all year long. So, it, it, you know, it, it paid off in the end. Um, you know, they were – we started way back in the spring. I started, uh, you know, with a, something different this year. Uh, back in early, I think it was late April uh, or so, uh, where we brought freshmen in, or not refreshed, they were <clears throat> eighth graders at the time. They're going to be incoming freshmen uh, just to kind of get them used to the weight room uh, and the lifts so that when we hit the summer program, they knew what they're doing and they weren't spending two or three weeks trying to figure out the lifts and what they're supposed to do. Um, they pretty much hit the summer running. I think that made a big difference, um, in that area. Um, and, and it's not just, uh, you know, what, what we did there, but also the effort the kids put in, how hard they work. I'm really impressed with those kids. Uh, uh um, you know, we, we have some kids uh, that did real well throughout the summer, throughout the fall, and when we hit our maxes, uh, bef just before the season, um, you know, they're, uh, they're way ahead of uh, where some groups have been in the past. So real happy with that. If they keep that up the next uh, four years, uh, people are going to think we're Gretna or something with, <laughs> with kids having muscles on there showing you know so we'll have a bunch of janoviches <laughs> yeah so real real pleased with that um you know that uh, the kids not only showed up but they uh they lifted like they should they uh worked hard and and uh and it shows uh, and i think it's going to start showing in the matches um so that's kind of our off season uh how i thought it went um anyhow so well, what do you got next on the list? Uh, I don't know if you were playing around. There touch something. on the uh, <clears throat> on the schedule at all. Um, 
you know, over the whole season, obviously, we're not dive into each event, but maybe just... Yeah, I can t- a brief overview. It is pretty similar to what we've had in the past. Um, and I guess I can run through it. I got it in front of us. You know, we've got we we've touched on this coming week. Uh, we've got Boys Town, two day tournament, uh, next weekend or like in a week and a half. That's Friday Saturday, so uh, three p.m. start on Friday. So as soon as kids get out of school, they can come to the invite. Uh, Boys Town invite, and then Saturdays when they have finals. Um, we have duels throughout the season. The next big one that next week after is the the fracas that you were talking about in Grand Island. Um, that's always a nice, tough duel tournament. Uh, two day Friday, Saturday, and that when we get started on Friday in the morning, so it's it's all day Friday and all day Saturday. Um, and then we have our Badger duels right after Christmas break. Um, always have some tough teams in there. Got some good additions this year. Uh, Lincoln East. Uh, and uh, uh, let's see, Gretna were added to it, um, lost Wayne, and uh, lost Omaha Scott, unfortunately. Um, but uh, uh, certainly replaced quality. Uh, it was an upgrade. I mean, Lincoln East and Scott, they're, they're both very tough, and Gretna's tough, but uh, overall quality went up. And then we go th- – a third duel tournament in a row, EMC duels the weekend after that. Again, Friday, Saturday, start Friday afternoon. Um, and then after that, we have, <coughs> I think, a week off, or a weekend off. Is that our bye week next after the EMC duels? Yes. And then, yeah. Then we roll out to Lexington. It's Saturday, a one-day tournament, but we have to roll out Friday evening right after practice to get out there so because uh, it's a little bit of a drive and then uh the weekend after that emc tournament the individual tournament um that's back to going on saturday we were on friday nights for quite a while there which was nice but it's been tweaked back to saturday when the schedule had to get shifted um and then potentially hopefully the state dual tournaments the weekend after that um, and then we roll right into districts and then state. So kind of a, a quick, brief overview of the seasons, not going through all the individual duels that we have on the schedule. Um, other than we have, obviously, Beatrice at home, and then you know, it's a light home duel schedule this year. That's, uh, pretty, that's pretty normal, usually about three home duels. And, mm-hmm. and once in a while we'll pick up the triangle or work its way around. It would have four home dual type competitions so with all the uh, dual tournaments it seems like it's very few but we yeah get, it is but uh that's that's pretty normal lincoln southeast comes to town on on january 2nd so you get uh new year's day to uh rest and and take care of any uh, headaches and then come out and see the kids for the duel on on the second and then uh we get omaha burke at home this year on the 23rd so, uh, I said three three home duels, but we got between uh, our home invite, our home duels. Oh, and districts being at home this year, yep. big one in the season. Districts at home, we're gonna figure out what we're gonna have to do fancy for those finals. Gotta gotta top last time. I'm sure you'll have something. <laughs> I've got so. some ideas out. Right. To, I know to I told Mr. Lamberty you're gonna have some ideas, and 
So be ready. Oh, we've <laughs> yep, we've talked about it briefly already with the you know, we'll probably still do the runouts before each match. Um, but tweaking that end of the end of the tournament run, how that's gonna work. But yeah, it's gonna gotta work on that. So yeah, the kinda real super quick overview of the season. Um and then I guess uh, roll into our roster here. I know that was one thing you really wanted to talk about. Yeah, just to cover a few things, I guess. Um, you know, I already mentioned uh, things about Kale and AJ, some of their offseason stuff and freshmen coming in. And, and uh, um, you know, we got uh, a few other freshmen coming in too. Connor Otonias, uh, a guy that uh, – we really think it's going to be future great one. It's uh, uh, you know fairly new to wrestling as far as uh, experience goes, uh, but looking really good. Um, you know, and all our great kids, Connor Wood, Luke Woods, those kids are re- working real hard. Um, a couple other freshmen, um, you know that uh, yeah they have a great work ethic and I mean you know talking about weight room and, and work ethic luke is one of those guys that um you know he's really working hard in the weight room and really works hard in practice and and uh you know his experience is is limited but in wrestling as far as that goes uh but that work ethic you know i, I it it's going to catch up you know his experience is going to catch up someday and and uh, we're looking at a great future for him um you know, Austin Breckeridge, another freshman uh, with some experience in the youth programs, um, you know, has some areas to work on, but uh, uh, can be really good for us down the road. He's kind of stuck in those weights that uh, we have a lot of guys. And, um, you know, so looking at uh, those weights from about 120 to 132 range, um, you know, Hunter Anderson that was our six-pounder last year, uh, but the lowest he can go based off his body fat test is 120. So, uh, you know, he jumped up a couple weight classes, and, and a lot of that's because uh, he did a good job in the weight room. And, and um, you know, that's that weight room is really going to help him far more than if he had tried staying down all year long at 113. And, um, you know, so he'll be much better off, I think, up there at 120. But uh, we got him kind of looking in that area but he won't be eligible that first duel for 120 so uh he's gonna be uh he's gonna be one of those that are challenging off for the weight class uh above so he'll be challenged off for 132 uh, but the following week he can wrestle off for 126 or i'm sorry uh you have to wait off 100 be wrestling off for 126 next this week mm-hmm. And then next week, 120. Uh, we got a couple other guys that are 132, and you know Walker and Gavin, both varsity guys last year, uh, they're up at 132 for this week uh, in the black and blue duel and those challenges. Uh, but they're in the same case as Hunter that next week they can drop down. And and uh, anytime a guy uh, that you know we basically our wrestle offs are about every two weeks or challenges we call it more because. You don't have – we don't do the full wrestle-off. We just mm-hmm. have guys challenge. Say so if you want to challenge a guy in front of you in our depth chart, you can do that. Um, if you don't want to, you don't have to. Um, you know, that, that prevents us from forcing a wrestle-off between a, a brand-new freshman, let's say, and against a 
a three-time state champ. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to do that. Um, so there are challenges. It's up to the kids. And if, if we feel if someone doesn't challenge it, should challenge, we'll, we'll ask them to, to challenge. Um, so anyhow, uh, the, one of the rules we have is that uh, if you're on a descent plan and you drop down a weight uh, and it's the middle of a wrestle off you, the two week period, you can then challenge because that's the first time you're eligible for it. So, and usually that happens if it does, it's before Christmas and after Christmas, usually everything's worked out just fine. Uh, so, anyhow, Hunter's going to probably be at 126 challenging there. Um, and, uh, and then the following week, possibly 120, uh, he's going to have to challenge. Uh, and it looks like uh, Luke Wood is the only person right now at 120, so he's going to have to challenge Luke Woods for that spot. And, um, and then we got, like I said, mentioned Walker and Gavin, both varsity guys last year. Uh, they're bound for 132. Um, you got Dawson and Phoenix and then Matthew Coe, another varsity. So you got three varsity guys wrestling off for that one spot. Uh, this week, then um, like I said, the, you you got Walker and uh, I think Walker actually four of those guys Walker, uh, Gavin, Dawson, and Phoenix can all make one twenty six the week after. <laughs> so it's it's kind of crazy, but we'll we'll get things settled after the first couple of weeks. Um, so those guys are all bad on there, and so that's one of the things that's going to be tough this year is that. Uh, um, we have some guys who have some varsity experience and, and I thought really did well, uh, showed good improvements uh, as the season progressed. Maybe they didn't have the records they would hope to have had by the end of the season, but, but they were wrestling a lot better at the end of the season if they had wrestled like that at the beginning of the season. And that's part of learning and developing. Uh, you know, they, their records would be much better. Um, and, they, and in all cases, they – uh, they helped our teams in different situations and had some big wins. You know, both Walker and Gavin, you know, last year as freshmen, uh, they had some wins that were really key in some of our duels that helped us. And and uh, both those guys are, are talented enough and dangerous enough, <clears throat> you know, that, that are, can be very successful. Uh, but <clears throat> they're going to be stuck battling each other. Uh, so that might be a little bit tough for a while. Little, a little bit of a plug there and some some good battles in the room that people might not be able to see that might be better than some of the matches you see out of the tournaments. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and uh, this is where the hard work in the offseason pays off. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'd like to see some of those guys uh, maybe put a little bit more time in the offseason, but, uh, you know, Hunter Anderson was one of those guys that uh, really put a lot in the offseason season. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> I think it's going to show in his results, um, you know, but uh, wrestling is a sport where, uh, you know, the, the guy who works hard is going to earn the spot, and, and uh, um, you know, a lot of times I, I'll see, well, you know, I'll see guys, you know, and, and there's, there's examples where I've seen guys that uh, maybe lost the first wrestle off, second, third, maybe wrestle off throughout the season, but they were, worked hard and outworked even their own teammate, um, you know, where they end up winning the wrestle off at the end of the year. So uh, even though it might be tough for these young guys that were wrestled varsity last year, but 
if they don't make the lineup this year, hopefully they can see long term this is going to be better for them because they're going to have to battle for those spots. They're going to have to work harder, and it'll, it'll uh, encourage them to work harder and get better. And then they'll push each other, and they're both both everybody will get better. And then hopefully by the time they're seniors, they're spread out. Um, because we're going to need some of those guys to grow anyway because yep. we're going to graduate and some seniors in those middle weights. And we want them to grow and get up into those weights that they can spread out a little bit. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good life lesson for, for guys that, uh, you know, sometimes things don't always go your way. But if you work hard, uh, hopefully in the end everything works out for you. Um, so that's kind of where those guys are at. Um <clears throat> we started getting up into the 138 range. Uh, it's looking like Blaine um, and uh, a new kid to our area that uh, moved in this summer, uh, Drew Husky. The, Husky that those two guys will be. It looks like they're going to be wrestling off for that spot. And, and uh, um, you know, both uh, uh, younger wrestlers, so uh, definitely going to be around for a long time. Uh, you know, 145. We got Robert. Uh, wrestling um, up at 145 and uh, another new kid that moved in to the district uh, you know Aiden Hillwick um, actually moved in uh, part way through the semester so I mean he's really new uh, so but he's been he's been dealing with a little injury that I don't know if he'll be able to wrestle on Tuesday so we'll we'll see Monday where he's at with that and whether he'll be able to wrestle off or not. But anyhow, when he gets a chance, he, he will uh, be able to challenge if he can't. <clears throat> then 152, we're looking at Colby. Uh, Colby Puck and Nico are for that spot. Um, obviously, Colby being a uh, returning state qualifier, uh, you know, is going to be pretty solid right there. But uh, then going up to 160, we're... We're looking at Connor Breck, another uh, tra uh, another guy that moved into our district over the summer. The family moved in, uh, you know, from Colorado. Him and Tristan probably wrestling for that spot, and and, and Tristan's been dealing with a football injury that uh, he hasn't been released yet. So uh, I don't see him wrestle on Tuesday, or if he does, I don't know. Well, if he's released already, he had a doctor's appointment. I'm supposed to had one last Wednesday. Uh, before uh, you know the break, and then he uh, uh, wasn't there on on Saturday because they were out of town. Uh, so I'll see him on Monday to see where he's at. And uh, you know, you don't. He's been working out, but not wrestling. So I hate to throw somebody in like that. But since it's against a teammate, uh, a lot of times uh, our teammates can take it easier than if it's a real match. You, you'd be afraid to throw him in that. We might <clears throat> might even hold him back. It's just that's just pretty tight there. But uh, then looking at 170, we got a couple guys been around a while. Logan Burmester, a senior, and Joe Wells, a junior, uh, wrestling for that spot um, for the duel on Thursday. One of those guys is going to be uh, wrestling up at 182 because uh, at this time we don't have anybody at 182. Um, but Luke McDonald is able to get back down, get down to 182 next week um, for Boys Town, uh, based off his descent plans. So uh, 
so that means obviously there's no 182 wrestle off this week, but um, we'll fill it uh, with one of those other two guys, and we'll determine that Thursday, and, and then uh, <clears throat> the wrestle off will probably determine who goes where on uh, Saturday. Both the Logan and Joe um, will be in the lineup at 182 and 170, and we'll figure that out uh, later. 195, we got uh, for wrestle offs Luke, uh, then a new. Uh, kid to our line or to our program. Um, he was at Bennington last year, but this is first year giving wrestling a try. Finn Skibold and and Hunter Thompson, who uh, was varsity for us last year. So um, <clears throat> at least for the first week, it, uh, you know Luke and Hunter are wrestle off. But uh, uh, the good thing is at least they're going to be able to separate next week and and for the rest of the season. And then two twenty, we're looking at uh, Garrett. Uh, you know, being at 220, and then we have a new kid give, trying it out, wrestling out. Um, you know, Joey Matland, uh, very, very inexperienced, but uh, um, you know, good kid, and and uh, uh, you know, whether I don't know if we'll do any kind of wrestle off there or not, but we'll that's something we'll determine. Then 285, we're looking at Jake Steyer uh, up at that weight. Um, you know, sophomore, uh, and. Uh, Really, I thought came a long ways last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the first of the year he didn't have a lot of technique, and and towards the end of the year he was he's starting to do things that I I'd like heavyweights to do, and 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 how he sets up his shots. He's patient and and he doesn't get underneath the guys, and you don't want to get underneath the guy that's two eighty five. They'll squish you. So, yeah, so no matter what size you are, they'll squish you. Good at getting the angles. And sometimes it takes a little work to get there, and, and people who don't understand how heavyweights wrestle are used to seeing, um, you know, those little 106-pounders shooting underneath people and coming out. Well, you don't want to shoot underneath the guy at 285 and then try coming out. Uh, you need better angles and and uh, better shots, better setups. And, and so uh, Jake has really, you know, uh, done a nice job of doing that. I mean, he's still got ways to go yet. But I like the direction he's going, and and I, and he does. He's also one of those guys that does a great job in the weight room, and and had a great summer. I thought as far as strength gains and everything, and and uh, so I I look at him having a, a good season for us, and and even better as he gains experience over the next uh, three years. So it's kind of what I was seeing as far as our lineup goes. Um, you know, we obviously we got things to settle, but um, you know, I kind of excited about what we got. I guess we're you know we're pushing that hour, but that's okay. We don't mind having a long one. That's the nice thing about podcasts is we can go for three hours, and you can just break it up. You know, during your workouts at the gym or yeah, you know, whatever so Dan, you need to do. Dan Minky can work a little longer <laughs> on that. Uh, uh, whatever you work on, a stairmaster or or. Treadmill, whatever you're on, he likes to listen to these on working out. So get, we're gonna get Dan in shape this year. There we go. We'll we'll have longer ones just for him. <laughs> um, you know, we're no no secret, no surprise. We're Class B. Um, we're middle topish of Class B, I guess. Just shooting up there from way back, you know, when I was in school and little bottom of Class C. But yeah, Class as far B, as enrollment, yeah, we're towards the top. Um. So I guess a little touch on 
on class B, you know, what we're up against as far as against the state and a little preview well, there. Some of the rankings have come out. There's three ranking services right now that come out. You got uh, nerussell.com. Uh, those are the first that came out. Uh, they have us uh, eighth place, I believe. Um, then you have uh, Husker Matt that uh, c comes out, uh, and they also got us sitting at eighth place right now. So, um, just kind of what they're what they're thinking there. Uh, and then the NSWCA rankings; those come out next week. Uh, they come out, I believe, on Fridays when they they'll be posted. Um, you might you might have an early insight into that. Maybe so, maybe so. <laughs> um, and that's well, that's because I'm I'm the coach selected to do the rankings this year for NSWCA. It's the coaches association, so uh, been working on them. Uh, I don't have the final. I'm just finishing them up. I've been tweaking and tweaking, and I think we'll end up. Uh, around 8th or ninth to start with, but uh, I can see a, a big potential to shoot up a lot higher if, if we have a good first couple weeks. So, um, you know, we, we talk about some of those. And part is we, we talk about some of those young guys we have. I mean, we're, uh, you know, guys, uh, we got some young guys that, uh, you know, if they perform well, uh, they're going to shoot up the rankings. Um, you know, Luke McDonald, uh, a sophomore for us uh, last year didn't qualify to state and that um, you know so that kind of probably drops him a little bit in rankings um, I mean he <clears throat> he didn't even get in the rankings for the other two services um, but uh, I think that uh, he's going to be up there fairly high if he uh, does well especially this first couple weeks um, you got Kale Lordson and AJ both uh, and, and, you know, we talked about their success this summer, um, you know, but that was at the youth level. Uh, you know, they they haven't uh, gone out and wrestled a high school kid yet that's uh, four years old. Or when you're in the youth programs, uh, you're wrestling guys that are your, your type of maturity. You're, they're no more than a year older than you are in most cases. And uh, so physical maturity, you're about the same experience level. Uh, you know, it's kind of all over the board, but some of the best ones are, are very similar to you. Uh, you get to high school, um, now you're wrestling seniors, and all of a sudden, when you're wrestling a senior and you're used to overpowering guys you're, that are physically just as mature as you are, and all of a sudden this, uh, you haven't gone through puberty, and this senior, he's already uh, growing facial hair and having to shave before he weighs in. Uh, there's a little difference there. Uh, also, the technique, uh, generally high school kids, when they're by the time they're juniors and seniors, their technique is, is much better. And, uh, and, and uh, you know, when they're young, sometimes it's just a more aggressive guy when you're in your youth programs. Uh, somebody who's just more aggressive and physically, you know, better athlete, they're, they're going to win a lot of those. But... Uh, uh, you get to high school, and, and you know the technique is starts becoming more important, uh, mo mainly at the elite levels. Yeah, you know I would say that uh, uh, a good wrestler's, you know, a guy that's a, a state medalist type wrestler is going to be a, a good wrestler, but the, uh, 
the, the technique is going to be different, can really be a difference between a state champion and a state medal. So, um, you know, like, you know, like I said, both uh, AJ and Kale have come from, have been well-trained in, in one of the best uh, clubs in the state. So that's going to help them quite a bit. Um, but uh, right now I have a couple uh, guys ahead of them who have already won state medals in high school. Um, but uh, we'll get a chance to see at least one of those early on at the Boys Town Invite. And, and uh, you know, as soon as, as soon as our guys, if they can prove themselves and beat some guys ahead of them, that'll not only help their situation in the rankings, but also our team. Uh, we should shoot up there. At least I'm hoping. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty optimistic. I think we could have a good team uh, with that. But anyhow, we're, we're talking about rankings, I guess. Um, yeah, the top team, in my opinion, out there right now is, is Scott. Uh, you know, and, and the Hastings is right behind him. I mean, real close. Uh, but Scott has just got too many, uh, too many high point medalists at uh, the state tournament. Uh, too many state champions and state finalists. Um, you know, they may they may come away at the. Uh, three or four state champions easily and maybe four or five state finalists. And, and those guys score a lot of points. When you get in, into the state finals, that's where you score a lot of points. And uh, Hastings probably has more depth, uh, probably a better dual team than Scott um, in, in most cases. Uh, so, uh, um, you know, they're, they're not far behind. They may end up with more state medalists, but Scott with the higher points uh, scores, the higher medals, well, I I, th I think could edge them out. Um, <clears throat> and then after that, uh, you're looking at as far as teams go. Arlington's a, I think is going to surprise some people. Um, you know, and again, they're they may not have a lot of depth, uh, but they got s some big point scores. They they got three kids that are probably in the top two in the state, uh, and maybe three depends on their draws. Uh, and then they have a couple other solid ones coming in, um, but those. Big point scorers are again are going to score a lot of state points, um, and so they're going to be a challenger for a top five. Uh, you got Gearing, uh, uh, you know they return a lot of points from last year. Um, yeah, they were as far as returning state points, uh, they're about sixth in returning state points. But they also added some transfers. Uh, they got a high state medalist from. Um, alliance that transferred in um, then they got a couple uh, uh, solid wrestlers uh, state qualifiers and I believe one state medalist from from uh, I believe as moral that uh, transferred in is like half of them the the moral wrestling team I think transferred to Garing. so uh, um, they're a team you know that you really got to watch out for they might uh, uh, they might be the third best team in the state uh, at this point of the season and uh, maybe at the end of the season too so that's a team that uh, uh, really is uh, looking good this year uh, Northwest um, returning state champs uh, they got some big point scores too they're they're one of those teams that's up there top five um, and certainly uh, you know maybe also battling for that third spot um, then you go down that I mentioned Beatrice uh, you know, they're very solid, and they got some good, uh, tough kids. Um, and then uh, York, 
uh, Waverly, Blair are all solid. Uh, Wahoo, uh, <clears throat> Ogallala, and Ralston, all those teams all uh, are capable of being top 10 teams. Um, you know, and Aurora, too. Also, I get Aurora's in our district, and um, you know, and they they return a lot of big point scores too. So, uh, you know, all those teams I mentioned are you know once you get past number one and number two, I, I think from like number three to about number fifteen, when you look at teams, they're all real close, and and just depends on who has a good day or not, uh, how they finish. Um, or who gets caught with some illness or some bug runs through the team. And yeah, those those things can affect uh, the state <clears throat> tournament too, as, as we're <clears throat> aware of from our past. But um, So that's kind of what the, the teams look like I, I see out there as far as the best teams out there. And, and as you can see, we, we see a lot of those, although Scott – this is the first time we won't see them until the district tournament, uh, unfortunately. And, and really disappointed that we that they dropped out of the Boys Town invite, um, you know, because that was kind of one of the one major reasons why we were there is, is we want to see Scott. And they also dropped out of our own Badger duel. So there's two events that we were in competing against them. They dropped out, and we don't see them at all this year until districts. So at least we get to see them in district. So we're got a little something to work with before the state tournament, but uh, um, we don't get to see them. And Hastings, uh, you know, that's a chance we'll see them. I mean, we they'll be at the fracas. Uh, no guarantee we'll see them. Uh, we don't see Arlington because they come up from Class C and um, they don't wrestle any of the tournaments we do. They're probably still mostly a C schedule. Uh, Gearing's out west. Uh, and, you know, we don't get the chance to see them. Uh, closest we get is Lexington, and they don't come out to that. Uh, and Northwest, uh, they're also at a at the fracas, so uh, there's a chance we'll run into them there. And Beatrice, obviously, we're in a duel. Waverly and Blair, we see them. So we see a lot of these teams um, before the state tournament. Um, you know, they give us a good chance to gauge where we're at and also what we need to do to – make adjustments and how to beat those guys in the end so yeah um, we're not afraid of seeing the top teams during the season we we want to see them um it gives us you know kind of puts a into perspective where our guys are at and and gives us an opportunity to see what we need to do to to win in the long run at the end of the season well yeah when we wrestle especially individually one-on-one uh, we get those matches on film and get things to work with there. Look at how we wrestle against them and how we what adjustments we needed to, to uh, how to wrestle them better the next time and what to do and and uh, not only that it just makes you better when you wrestle tough competition. Uh, you know, your it kind of exposes your weaknesses and gives you that chance to to fix those weaknesses, um, and, and that's why we. We stick with that. And I mentioned that during our conversation about duels, uh, that we do that. So anyhow, that's kind of uh, my uh, look at the at the other teams in Class B and the Class B preview. I don't know you got any questions or questions I have anything. Just wanted to touch on the teams and then uh, I guess kind of to wrap things up, any other general info for the parents or fans? uh 
things that they should know that either might have come up in the parents' meeting or anything like that? No, I think we covered everything that I could think of. Um, just uh, like to get as much support as we can at our events. Um, one thing that uh, I I don't know why I noticed it this off season and I haven't before as much, but uh, and maybe it's just happened to be that I ran into a couple different people uh, at some graduation parties and, and over the summer, some former parents that uh, kids have uh, uh, you know graduated years ago, and some of them even way back in the 90s. Um, they say they miss miss following the team and everything. I says, hey, we, you know, you don't just because your sons are gone and, you, and graduated, you can still follow the team. And and said, hey, just just come and watch some duels. Just, mm-hmm. You don't have to go to the tournaments. Watch a few duels and maybe start liking that. You want to come watch the finals of our invite or come to the district tournament. You know, maybe show up for that or, but uh, at least come follow the duels and start following these kids and and you know because they said they 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 miss it so much and enjoyed it always and um you know they're still out there so hopefully we get those fans back and and uh, invite and everybody go invite other people to your friends and let's see if we can pack it pack the gym right now we're in an auxiliary gym reason why is you know when you get in that big gym that uh, uh you know our crowds aren't as big uh you know, as as our basketball games, we understand that. Um, but uh, uh, so it's, you know, there, there's an empty space, and and but you put it in a auxiliary gym, and it's it's a lot louder because it's more compact, and and an atmosphere is, is is far more exciting. But if if we get too full, we'll we'll move start moving them back over into the main gym, and that that's what I'd love to see someday is where we have to go to the main gym all the time because there's too many fans and. And with the history of our sport in in Bennington area and 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 the people that are around, I mean, there's no reason why duels we can't pack the place week after week. So uh, invite your friends, your family, and everybody else is around, and and maybe we'll do some Facebook uh, stuff to encourage more of those because there's a lot of people out there that, that love wrestling in the area and 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 miss it. So come on back. Yep. Anything you want to touch on as far as the setup for the Bennington invite? That's always a little bit. Uh, no, the, that's mainly because it ran with the, for the high school runs that. Mm-hmm. So, as far as the parents and and uh, go, there's not much. I mean, we do have uh, the concession stand. Um, we sent out an email a while back to, for a sign up genius for that, um, and that's for not only the high school parents but also. Uh, uh, the club parents, uh, and we'll, we're waiting until after Thanksgiving got over with and everybody's done with that to send out reminders to fill, you know, to sign up for those spots. That'll probably come out today or tomorrow, some reminder emails on that. So look for that uh, to help out in concession stand. That All that money goes back to the wrestling club. Uh, the other thing with the parents, we they do the hospitality room. Uh, they provide food for that. Um, that saves our school money and and uh, also is really kind of a, a pride thing now it's uh, you know the officials and and coaches and and, and workers um, you know they they rave for about the the hospitality r- room we have and and so we got a great reputation there so anyhow 
that's really it for the the parents but as far as running the tournament that's all done by the high school uh, we do have to set up the mats after yep. the basketball game friday night um, we'll uh, ha- encourage all the kids to stick around for that anybody else want to help out that's certainly fine but uh, uh you know we'll uh, we'll talk to our kids later this week and you know what we need to do so all righty i think i think that's all we've got i don't know if anything else is on your list for this yeah, first we week we covered it and and uh yeah, we got what well, we got about an hour and twenty minutes going here, so just about. So I guess uh, at this point, tune in next week. Uh, we'll actually, like I said, we'll probably actually record on Saturday night and drop the podcast Sunday, maybe even Sunday morning. Um, next week we'll recap the duels and the our home invite and uh, have a preview for the Boys Town invite. So again, uh, next Sunday be watching for that podcast and where they say. Uh, rate subscribe and review on the different channels it might help other people uh find the podcasts that are interested until next week see ya